0: Saddle up your horses Well, welcome, everyone, to Red Sky Radio. This is the Robin Walters Show. God bless you all. Um, you know, just a little bit of an explanation here at the beginning. I appreciate all the the, the support that comes in. You keep this program on the air. I, I ask people to make the check out to Red Sky Radio when you mail it in. It's the Robin Walters Show underneath Red Sky Radio because we also are – uh, doing some books, we have the lighter side with uh, Robin Walter. so we have different programs we do, but it's all under Red Sky Radio. And so I appreciate that. Uh, also to just let you know, as I've mentioned before, that uh, the books uh, things I picked up along the way and a few things I should have left behind as well as a rapture revisited, Finally, a lawyer takes a look at end times events. End time events are, are both available on Amazon.com. I encourage you to check them out. One will change your theology, the other one will bring a tear and a smile to your face. So, uh, with that, I also want to give out a kind of a shout out and a confession at the same time. I appreciate all the people who contacted me to tell me that there were audio problems with last week's program. I think I have them fixed but I think I do. Uh, A number of people wrote in, I appreciate that so much because I don't turn around and listen to every second of my program after. I probably should but I'm on to I'm still working stiff. I do this and I go right back to work at something else. So I I thank you for that, and to that end, I've also uh, invested pretty significantly in an upgrade to the equipment that won't be ready for, let me see a program two weeks from this program before that equipment comes and we have it set up, I think it will ensure a higher quality and most of all consistent vocals, so um, thanks again for everybody that did that, and I want to start just briefly with the Tucker Carlson situation. Then I'm going to move on to some good news, and then the the rest of the news, so to speak. You know, there's so many people that love Tucker, and I appreciate the fact that he was the one person, the one and only person on Fox that actually had the guts to call out homosexual behavior, sodomy, and tranny stuff, and he got the ax. Now, take that as a warning, not not to not speak about it, but the fact that you do need to speak about it. Sean Hannity won't do that. Gosh, not, I mean, goodness, uh, Fox, the, the day after Tucker is fired, they come out and say that they they intend to make Fox... Uh, far more sensitive and open to the LGBTQIA, STRV, WXYZ, whatever, all that crapola that comes with queerdom. they're going to do that. And now Bruce Transgender, I don't call him by his assumed name. Sorry, Bruce, take a hike. You're screwed up. You need deliverance. You need God. You need the gospel. But I don't call him by his assumed name, I call him what he is, Bruce Transgender, is now a contributing participant on Fox. In 24 hours, Fox has wholly gone over to the dark side, the queer side, the tranny side, probably the pedophile side, because queers are frequently 750% more likely that a homosexual person will commit pedophilia than a heterosexual 750% more it's because quorum is no there's no gay gene you have to recruit you got to keep the feeder system coming into adulthood and tucker was the tucker was the dike that was holding the water back on fox news and he's gone Sean, I look, I like Sean, but there's things he doesn't dare to touch. Laura Ingram, uh, Greta Van Susteren, get the hook for Greta. What a loser. Uh, there's almost nothing left on Fox. I'm over to Newsmax, but I'm looking to see where Tucker shows up, of course. Now, some people want him to run for president. That's a mistake. It really is a mistake. Uh, I will just say this about him, and then I want to comment on why and the impact of and how the impact of his departure has had on me. Uh, but first of all, those who are calling for him to run for president, this is just a huge mistake. He needs to stay in his lane. He has his gifting. I, I heard him give a speech, a 30-minute speech, um, and he says a lot of good things, but when unchained from TV, he's got quirks and he's got... Issues that just don't give him a charisma that allows him to resonate. And he's got his gift, but it's not in politics. In fact, you know, I was reminded of when I saw that article, how many people wanted Rush Limbaugh to run for the Senate in Florida. Now, he would have won. No question about it, he would have won. But guess what? He arrives in Washington, D.C. as just another senator. And there are 49 other senators. He's one more schmo in D.C. He has no, would have no more influence there, frankly, than any other senator. And I like what he said. You have to be nuts. i got 20 million listeners that listen to me now. And how many are going to listen to me talk about some road and transportation bill that comes up before the Senate? So he resisted that. There's always this temptation to pull really, really good people into the political sphere. Now I want to say that frequently there is a the the uh, there's a sounding board that people need oftentimes. To make that step into the political sphere, and they have that calling, but it's certainly not for everybody. What is that that, that um, swimmer Riley Gaines, who got cheated out by that fake fake female, the Tranny queer Leah Thomas? Well, this girl is sharp. This girl is committed. This girl is taking all the hate that the left and all the trannies and the queers can mount. They exercise and just blow out like a a hot torch flames of indignation and hate towards righteousness while they're screaming haters at the people who express no hate. Shouldn't be a surprise. Riley Gaines, I will predict that this has happened to her for a reason. She got cheated. She's a woman with a strong backbone, ridiculously articulate, smart I think she's being prepared for a career in politics. She's going to be doggone good. She's going to be another Michelle Bachman or Marjorie Taylor Greene, but different, but uh, gutsy, another Deborah, if you will, from the book of uh, Judges. But coming back to Tucker, uh, there's a passage that struck me when I read these articles about trying to get him to be president. Or run for president. And it's Ephesians 4 1. And it says, To walk worthy of the vocation wherein you were called. You got a lane. God has created a lane. And that doesn't mean that if your lane is the 405, it doesn't mean that at some point you don't take a turn onto the 101. But you stay in your lane, in your calling until God has distinctly called you to something else. I don't hear that with Tucker. I think it would be an enormous mistake, and he would, in fact, lose the influence he has. He has great influence no matter where he goes. Now, why his departure was meaningful to me is a little bit of a confession. I've shared with a couple of people in those last week, how last several weeks, How I've been down. I've been frustrated. I've been anxious. I've had a hard time finding a peace in that it feels like Red Sky Radio, the Robin Walter Show. It feels like, God, how can I have greater impact? What more can I do? How do I extend the reach of this program, but most of all, the message? Not I, but the message that needs to be extended. I'm just a messenger. And it doesn't and hasn't felt for a while like it was getting any further out there. Maybe I probably still have the training wheels on. I get that. But here's what happened. I even shared this with one of my sons. I said, I just feel like I'm, I, I, there's a brick wall out there that's stopping me. So I'm, I'm going to start kind of go through my life. God, what, is, what in me is not right? What in me is impure? Because unless I am pure as I, I guess, reasonably can be, I will not have that opportunity. Or maybe I'm just further being trained. But this is what Tucker's departure meant. When he got fired, that means that there's now someone such as myself, but there are a lot of others, who speak to the issues Tucker used to be able to speak to on Fox News, for whom they're no longer Is anyone there to talk so in other words his departure has sort of caused me to rise not up in the ranks of quality but in the in the rise up in the ranks of calling in other words what this program is about what I try to do and have everything call out all the evil that's out there like it says in Ephesians to expose the works of darkness but do it combined with the Word of God. And sometimes I need to temper myself. I understand I can go off the rails. My wife heard me one time get elevated. She said, what are you trying to do, an impersonation of Mark Levin? You know, he starts off real nice and soft and ends up screaming. Well, I don't quite make that transition. But what happened to Tucker only heightened my sense of calling and my sense of duty. There's one more guy who's been taken off the national airwaves. Not that I'm national. I mean, I guess I could be, but, you know, the the, the podcast and I'm radio stations and so forth. And I thank God for that. But for every sort of for every general who dies, for every major that gets shot in battle, the more the privates, the corporals, the PFCs like me, need to step up. We need to step up. When somebody at the front gets wiped out, everybody that's behind them in the ranks steps up. And God made that so clear to me. I'm getting goosebumps now even as I share it with you. And so I asked guys, well, what, what can I do here? And it was so simple. So, well, the first thing is you can bring your technology into the present century. Go order this equipment. The last thing you need is to have 20 seconds or a minute, 20 seconds fading out in your program because you're working with old technology. I realize it takes money, but so what? So what? Some guys golf. I do radio. Every We, we have had about, I would say maybe about eight months out of 18 years that I haven't had a shortfall. But I keep working. This is part of my ministry. I will just simply keep doing it and forget about the money. I will put it in. Whatever is short, I'm going to make it up. It is that important. And so in an odd sort of way, and I'm sorry it took so long to make this point, Tucker's departure has had an impact on me um, different than the impact on others or in addition to the impact that his departure Had on others. He's only stiffened my resolve to push on harder and stay in the trenches, stay locked and loaded, and fire away with the Word of God and with the truth because we are going down fast. And I'll tell you, I'm not there yet, but I'm thinking about a program. I'm traveling. A little bit next week and so I'm going to do a little different program in advance but uh, which you do not want to miss it's uh, very very timely Uh, but when I return from that I'll tell you what's swirling on my head around in my head what do we do if Biden wins in 2024 how would would and should we prepare for a second four years or a second 36 days, however, until the guy croaks or resigns and turns it over. Who knows what the Democrat's plan is. What should you be doing, not then, but what should you be doing now in preparation for November 2024? Okay, I promised you some good news. Here we go. Last week, I mentioned just what a great and brilliant law. North Dakota signed, making it mandatory that all high school students watch a video that chronicles the development of the child in the womb from uh, two weeks or a week post-fertilization up through 13 weeks. It's a game changer. Will it cut down on abortions? Absolutely, but it does it in the name of truth and science. There's nothing religious about it. But, of course, we know that the left is Christophobic, bibliophobic, common senseophobic and truthophobic. They can't handle the truth. But now North Dakota has just signed, or the governor has just signed, the most pro-life legislation of any state in the union. It essentially and basically bans nearly all abortions. Unfortunately it's a very very red state with a red governor and uh, I, I'm, I'm just thrilled that that state has jumped way up in my ranking so to speak and when I did a program about a year ago of the states that I thought would leave the Union, I actually had a question mark on North Dakota. South Dakota' is in the S column. North Dakota was a question mark. Now I'm convinced North Dakota would be out of here. So imagine that. Imagine the Keystone Pipeline coming down to North Dakota, and we're fine with it because it's a different country. And South Dakota, keep going, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, all the way to the Gulf Shores are part of another country that can bring fuel and goods in and take them north or bring uh, oil or gas south. And we'll have New York and California begging on their knees while all of those stinking EVs are locked up in a traffic jam on a hot day in LA uh, with no AC and their batteries die like a quail shot out of the air during hunting season. Well, moving on. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure why the Democrats are called Democrats they just announced with the announcement that Joe Biden is running again Um, I don't know if Joe knows he's running again Um, and he'll probably head to the basement the uh, corn pop headquarters anyway they've decided already to not hold any debates in the primary Democratic primary, no debates you see all you got to do to cut off opposition is don't give the opposition a voice it's what the mainstream media does now, the left wing demon heads that run the news and now that includes Fox and whatever lingering conservatism there is on Fox it's going to be gone very soon, don't don't even think. Don't waste your time listening. If you're a Fox Nation subscriber, cancel it. I got to say the same thing I've said a gazillion times. The only way the left ever gets anything, they need a smack in the financial fanny. You've got to hurt them hard in the pocketbook. That's all they understand. That's where Trump made his mistake in trying to drain the swamp. You can't drain the swamp unless you drain with the water that enters into the swamp. That's why you got to cut the Department of Injustice budget by 58% and go right on down the line. Get rid of the Department of Energy, the Department of Education. There needs to be an enormous housing glut in Washington, D.C. Tons of bankruptcies and foreclosures as everybody goes home. We have the biggest government in the world, and we're only third in population. So, going back to my point, what is there about the word Democrat that has no correlation with the word democracy? If you're going to cut off all the debate for the opponents, how democratic is that, you Democrats? You just got your want your little pet, Joey, because he's the greatest candidate? No, but because he's got no brains, he's an easy one for the puppet masters to control and continue to take this country into the rat hole, from which I'm not sure there's any necessary resolve. I don't know. If Trump could win next year, he's going to it's going to take a landslide to if he went, if he runs it'll take a landslide to overcome all the fake and phony ballots remember we got 3 million Ill, illegals which the democrats will probably have voting one way or another so if you lose that election it is over and that's why we're going to have that program I think in a couple of weeks here but democrat the word democrat has absolutely No correlation whatsoever to the word democracy. Certainly not anymore. So are there other people running? Of course there are. Well, you sort of have that kind of ditzy Mary Ann Williamson. Williamson, you know, I don't dislike her. She's actually kind of a pleasant person. It's just that uh, Mary Ann was born and raised on another planet. So she's just out there in ooey, ooey land. But then you get to RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the son of the Robert Kennedy, the brother of JFK, who was slain. He is a smart guy. He's a, he is sort of an old Democrat in the sense that uh, he may be a little bit more conservative, a little bit on social issues. Here's why they can't stand him. First of all, he's got the Kennedy name. I don't know if that has any legs anymore. Not really sure. But what is it that he has come out against that scares the daylights out of the left? He's anti vaccine. Now, we have inundated the last generation with gazillions of vaccines as children. And we have an astronomical increase in autism. Is there a connection? RFK thinks there is. A lot of people think there is. There are not other reasonable explanations for that rise. I don't know if he's right or wrong. But that's not the main reason. They'll they'll try to paint him as crazy. And the the day that he announced, he he immediately had 14% of the Democrats supporting him. 14%. But he won't get invited to the debate because he'll make Joe look like the moron that Joe is. But what they're really afraid of with RFK is that he had come out strongly against the COVID vaccine or COVID fake vaccine. It's not a real vaccine calling for it to end investigations. He's ready To upend the cover up by Pfizer and Moderna and the Democrats because COVID is just another form of COVID vaccine, just another form of control by the left. That has them absolutely scared to death. Because when you get over to Joe, Joe himself is not a communist, but he certainly is being run by puppet communist puppet masters. Any question about it? See, communists don't need to sell their candidates or their policies. They don't because there's no opposition. That's the idea. They can be as radical as they want as long as they can eliminate the opposition. So who was it that said, and I'm paraphrasing here, it doesn't matter how the people vote. It only matters who counts the votes. Who do you think said that? Joe Stalin. Uh, boy, oh, boy. <clears throat> well, i got to move on. I, I, you know, I've, I've done this a couple of times now, hit on these tranny things, but i got to do it again because of the violence that is coming out of the tranny headquarters and wherever that is, which is pretty much wherever they're you know, when among Christians, where two or more are gathered, there is Jesus Christ in the midst of them, right? And with democrats where two or more are gathered, in the midst uh, in the midst of them is somebody who's totally screwed up, like homosexuals. I mean, there are a few homosexuals that vote Republican, a few, not very many. The attorney, the trainees are whack jobs. We know that. You know, I okay. I got to raise this point. This is a bit of a digression, but if it popped in my head, I'm going to chase this rabbit. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned to you the Washington Post article, where they they Washington Post anti gun, anti Second Amendment. Let's uh, ban assault weapons. We're out encouraging and recognizing that the trannies have chosen the AR-15 as their gun of choice. So think about this hypocrisy for a minute. The Washington Post is against assault weapons, but they are encouraging and affirming trannies to go get the AR-15 which the Washington Post has called an assault weapon. But, of course, claiming that it's for defense purposes, there are no trainees getting killed, except by the police after they shoot up a bunch of other people, like that whack job in Nashville. No, I mean, if if you are against assault weapons as a paper, and you have identified the AR-15 as the most assaultative if that's a word of assault weapons then why are you encouraging and confirming and affirming trannies need to go out and get AR15s well apparently the washington compost is are, are simply so dumb they don't even realize that what they're doing is in fact encouraging trannies to be and commit assaults with weapons. It was one day after that article was posted that the killer in Nashville carried out his his demonic plan or her demonic. Who the heck knows? I don't even remember. It's what the, I'm going to have the same problem immediately. They didn't know whether to describe the person as a him or a her or a he or a she. All I know is that That person now is uh, a was and a were, because they're toast. Should be dead. Should be dead. Skip the trial. They're killing kids. Just shoot them. Get it over with. But the Washington Compost, no, they're actually encouraging trannies to get assault weapons which they've never the Washington Post has never acknowledged the AR fifteen as being a defense weapon. Oh, that's right. Except for Joe Biden and Cammy Harris and Chucky e. Cheese Schumer and all the other leftists in the government. They all get to use an assault weapon for defense. But the gun is an assault weapon in the hands of a conservative. That's how you identify assault weapon. What gun is in the hands of a conservative? It's an assault weapon. What gun is in the hands of a of a leftist? Oh, that's a defense weapon. Well, the degree of violence and anger and unbridled mental disturbance that are the identifying characteristics of trannies came out yet again this week after we've had multiple threats by trannies since the Nashville shooting, which I'm going to have to cover after the break. We got, gosh, I cannot believe how fast we got here. Don't go away. This is Robin Walter with Red Sky Radio slash The Robin Walter Show. We'll be right back. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to... Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Flickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Flickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. We are back. this is Robin Walder. Okay, talking about the arming of the the, the tranny army with the AR15 as their gun of choice. Um, the latest one to come out training to pledge violence is this trans is a guy who is faking it to be a chick. Uh, which he's not, of course. But he's come out here to encourage, quote, trans people to arm up and buy guns, end quote. Now, that's got to be for an offensive assaulting purpose because we don't have any situation of any national consequence where these trainees are getting beaten up or killed. They're doing the killing. They are totally and so screwed up, they really need some white coats to take them away. He went to say, he said, you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. So if you don't want to die on that hill of yours, of righteousness and moral majority, then go right ahead. And he goes on to say, I dare you to try and stop me from going into a woman's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. So here's a tranny out there threatening to kill anybody who stops him from going into a woman's bathroom. Seriously? Seriously? I get this quote from the Gateway Pundit. Quote, for some reason, this person thinks that the issue of who's allowed to use certain bathrooms calls for violence. This guy goes by the name Tara whatever. And actually, I guess the middle name would be the country and his last name would be apart. Tara the country apart. He also demands that the LGBT community members go out, LGBTs, buy a gun. It's interesting he distinguishes because all trainees are queers. But nonetheless, he's trying to make a distinction. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now. You need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender brothers and sisters and they's and the them's and the You need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community, as I'm doing myself. Well, end quote. All I can say is the degree of hate and venom being spewed out of the mouths of these whack jobs only further underscores our needs to be armed, trained, and use weapons legally. Legally. And I've only said that about 4,000 times, and uh, you've got exactly 16 months to do it because November 2024, Joe Biden or any other lefty gets elected, uh, you'll be begging somebody for a firearm, much less training how to use it. So let's move on to Nashville here. Because the Nashville PD and or under the influence of the FBI is refusing to acknowledge the manifesto of the tranny killer that killed the six people in the, uh, uh, in the Christian school, their covenant Christian school. Now, what is the reason that they're giving it? They, they, the, the, or the reason they're giving for not releasing it it's been weeks now. How long does the FBI need to pour over this? Come on. Your investigation is done, you numchucks! My goodness sakes. You don't want to release it. You are hoping we will forget about it, and I, Nashville, will not let you forget about it. And the reason that is now circulating by anonymous parties who know behind the line this is what they're saying. They're concerned that with a manifesto released, there would be an outbreak of violence against trannies. So what does this tell me? This tells me that the manifesto is a heterosexual Christian hate piece. So blatant, so obvious, they don't have the guts to release it. It was so obvious. That, well, that's never been the case before that things by the left have triggered an outbreak of hate and actually, I mean, who's who's committed all the violence in this country? The pro aborts, the ones that are trashing and vandalizing crisis pregnancy centers and churches, Antifa, BLM, even the Proud Boys in Charlottesville—they were attacked. They weren't out doing the damage; they were attacked. All the destruction and death has been on the side of the left because they're part of a death culture because they work for their chief, the enemy of our souls, Satan. In fact, you know what? I like something that Scott Lively wrote this. I thought it was really insightful. He says that Roke is now the satanic equivalent of born again. Think about it. This is unbelievable. He said it's a culture war term of art. Woke is roughly equivalent to progressive, but connotes an extreme form most comparable to religious fanaticism. A woke person is passionate, fully committed convert, to the so-called progressive religion of cultural Marxism, but one especially zealous for the cause of imposing its doctrines on the world. Therefore, woke is now the satanic equivalent of born again. Man, goodness sakes, that is absolutely spot on. So, Back to Nashville, where they don't have the guts, they don't have the cojones to release the truth because they're fearing that the precious little trainees might get attacked without any proof that they would. It's such a blatant hate crime. They still haven't called it a hate crime. But I want to bring out the utter hypocrisy and stupidity, actually, of the Nashville chief of police, who maybe he's just another little puppet Under threat of the FBI, with maybe doesn't have the brains, I don't know. Certainly doesn't have the guts, we know that much. If they're concerned about a backlash against trannies, because we find out that this guy, gal, whatever, this screwed up individual, hates heterosexual and particularly heterosexual and Christians i don't think you can be a homosexual christian i don't think i've ever never seen that but heterosexuals generally christians in particular multiple hate crime denominators if they are so afraid that that's going to trigger a backlash then why was was there no hesitancy to show over and over and over and over again the George Floyd debacle. Mr. Fake Hands Up Don't Shoot, Michael Brown himself and Trayvon Martin. He's just a nice little boy with a picture we see. He's 12 years old. But he's a teenager with a hoodie with a crime record. Look at all the violence, mayhem, arson, destruction, injuries, and death that those incidences, because they were played over and over and over again, triggered against whites. It's, that's, the, that's the epidemic in this country. Was there any concern about no? It's because it's exactly what they wanted. They can't defend the tranny. All they can do is hide it. Hide what's going on. And you know what? We know by the fact that it's hidden what's in it. Now I've said this before, but I just I need to say it again because the media is so gutless. When I'm reading a crime report and they give an identification of a man, and they'll say it's a a, a white person five foot ten, whatever, fine, it's a white person. Whenever I see it say five foot ten, what and there's no reference to race, I know the individual is black. We can identify the culprit by the absence of a description because that's the way the media works. They will hide what is bad. They will ignore what's inconvenient, and then they'll exploit the few situations they have to trigger the very reaction over and over again to the tune of billions of dollars of damage and businesses out of people's lives wrecked and businesses ruined to get what they want politically. They did that, and they know what they're up to, which is why they're using this now, a fear of alleged retaliation, to keep us from getting the truth. Nashville, I will never visit you again. I have loved that city, but I'm seeing it go down the hill from Amy Grant singing her at her queer niece's wedding some lesbo wedding who knows amy grant will probably be up there with jean-pierre Lesbienne well uh, with that oh she missed her opportunity because jean-pierre Lesbienne uh, as press secretary at a press briefing hauled a bunch of lesbos up there the other day They're coming out because the white house has launched lesbian visibility week aren't we just special do you know that we have turned into maybe the most morally reprobate country in the world? And we are the one country that should know better. Now, before I leave the total, uh, the violence area, well, we've got two things. Of course, we have the, I don't want to spend much time on this. We have this photographer um What's her name? I don't even know what her name is here. I put my glasses on. I forget it. It doesn't matter what her name is. I know the story. But there's no morals with the left. The photographer who went to the NRA convention and talked kids into holding guns and pointing them at her while she took photographs. All staged, all fake, and she's taken down her Twitter account because she's just one more Left-wing liar, and I only apologize for the use of another redundancy. But consider this: Did we hear anything really to speak of about the Louisville shooter, the one who killed five in the bank? What was it, an old, old National Bank or something like that? Well, everything in Louisville's old, but anyway. Not this guy. He kills five in that shooting, a mass shooting. Did it make the paper other than a blip? No. You see, if this guy were white shooting blacks, it would be all over the place. It was white shooting whites, but it was the purpose behind it because the police actually released his manifesto. And what does it say? He staged this act. He's actually an anti-gun radical, this kid. And he did this. He shot up a bunch of people and killed him to try to make the case for banning firearms. That's right. He admitted that the motivation... Porter had, that the, the motivation for his killing spree was to further the left's gun control agenda. Do not forget this story. So we got a mass killing here by their own definition that they will not report other than a little blip because like the tranny killer in Nashville, this one doesn't further their narrative. Not at all. He's here to further the elimination of the Second Amendment by using his rights and his gun to make the case for why you should get rid of the guns. Let's kill innocent people to help make the case for de- uh, denying moral and righteous people from being able to defend themselves. Uh, it's just amazing. Well, anyway, I don't leave... It- and now you don't have you don't have Fox. Fox won't cover this. They're gutless. Fox has turned into a, a pack of uh, of reporters that are either eunuchs, or they're lined up to get the job done, and they'll take the cut there before they take a cut and pay. So all these two stories tell me, from the queer tranny in Nashville to the shooter in Louisville. It's all the more reason and further strengthens my resolve to have guns, be trained, use them lawfully, get them legally, get a ton of ammo, practice. And like I said, you got 18 months. I think I might have said 16 months before. We're 18 months to the next election. You got 18 months to get it done. Get her done, as they say here in the West. Get her done. Get trained, get it, get the ammo, and be ready because it's coming down. So the violence of the left is, as I was saying, is just sort of over the top. It's, it's, it, it, it's unchecked. But the latest of these haters, the, poor, the pro-abort crowd that attacks crisis pregnancy centers, vandalizes churches, um, killing kids, frankly, killing them morally, socially, spiritually, and, and uh, did I say emotionally, educationally, in schools with all the pro-abort stuff, all the pro-queer stuff. So you got this Jane's Revenge that just, uh, just the other day attacked a pro-life pregnancy center in Bowling Green, Ohio. And they did it. Was spray painting messages on the walls. And they had the usual things. There was a fund abortion and all of that stuff, which we kind of expect. But here was a new one. They spray painted Abort God. Abort God. (laughs) Uh, First of all, good luck, uh, you chumps. Uh, Obviously, these people are hurting. They wouldn't react and act so maniacally if they hadn't been hurt earlier in life. Or they are beyond the ability to even dull the measure of guilt that they feel for past acts of abortion, either as men talking women or wives or girlfriends into abortions or women getting them, using them as... Um, you know, basically, uh, a contraceptive device. Maybe the guilt is so horrible, so horrible that this is the way they deal with it. They have to uh, deflect and reposition the cause of blame for their problems onto others. Whose mere presence, whose mere existence, whose mere words exercising the First Amendment causes them to convulse and blow up emotionally and paint things like abort God. Now, can these individuals be saved? Of course they can, because at the root of this, like I'm saying, is guilt. Without question, it's a guilt, it's a hurt from earlier in life, and this is the only way they can react to it. Well, I'll tell you, having preached in prisons, I can certainly tell you that people who are have done things a lot worse than spray-painting churches, when they came to the recognition and the submission of Jesus Christ as Lord, when that guilt evaporated when the blood of Jesus washed it away and they were new men. Never preached to the women, only to the men, but those are the ones I've got the heart for, frankly. Those men are evangelical beyond Billy Graham. Ever was. They to whom much is forgiven to, to whom much is forgiven Obviously, much is required, they say, but he who is forgiven much, as Jesus said, loves much. We know that from the story where he's invited into this man's house, and the woman is kissing his feet and washing his feet with her hair. And Jesus says to him, I think it's Simon, but it's not Simon Peter, it's a different Simon. I think that's who was." He says, you know, I came here, Simon, you didn't greet me with a kiss. But as long as I've been here, this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not wash my feet. and I've been here. She's she's never ceased to wash my feet with her hair. So let me ask you this question, Simon. Who do you think will love more? The ones for whom there has been greater or more forgiveness or less? Simon says, well, I suppose the one who's been forgiven more. And Jesus said, thou hast rightly judged if i remember his words correctly. The one who is, has been forgiven more loves more. And that was expressed by that woman, often often said to be the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. We don't know that for a fact. That's just kind of what is assumed and it's and maybe maybe not. Doesn't really matter. But Jesus knew the depth and degree of her sin. And he didn't stop her. I mean, the thought was, hey, if you knew what kind of woman this was, you wouldn't let her touch her. You'd touch you like that. Well, she's not touching me this way because she's evil. She's touching me this way because she loves me much because of the forgiveness. So these people that want to abort God... I can only imagine whoever spray-painted that. What happens if and when he or she comes to the realization of who Jesus Christ is? Here's my guess. Whoever it is, you don't have to you don't have to know who it is to pray for that person. If that person should become a Christian, look out devil. That person is going to be an unbridled zealot for the kingdom of God. I can tell you when I was in law school at Regent University many moons ago in Virginia Beach, Virginia, I had a few professors who did not always know the Lord. Some of them got saved when they were 40, 45 years old. And this is nothing against heaven's sakes. It's not anything against not teaching and training and bringing up your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, and and making sure that they know God at an early, early stage, and they make Jesus as their Lord and Savior early in life. But I will tell you that for the couple of professors that didn't get saved until later in life, and had a raucous life before that, um, not just unpredictable, but lack of trust and faith. I mean, these were lawyers who were bad lawyers, got saved. I have never seen the zeal in the others that I saw in those. It was almost as though two things were involved. Number one, I know tangibly what I have been saved from. And number two, for all that I have done wrong in my first 45 years of life, I need to do something to make it up, and I don't have a whole lot of time. Might that not have been what lay behind Paul's drive? For all that he did, holding holding the coats of those who set out and stoned Stephen, he was consenting unto the death of a righteous man. He went into Damascus, or other areas, I think Damascus the first time there, and hauled people out, Christians, and took them back to be persecuted. He was forgiven much. And because he was forgiven much, he loves much. And because he loves much, his zeal is much. Particularly on the pro board side, do not cease to pray for these people. The trannies, I guess, you pray for them. There's some that get delivered, but understand, right now, they're sort of out to kill you. That's a little different situation. In the meantime, it's not a problem to have the Bible in one hand and a hand on a gun on the other if you're in the situation that calls for it. Bob encouraging you: to Sit tall in the saddle, America. Remember, you ride for the break.